What a dick. What a dick. That was jokes. Are we recording? Mm-hmm. Hi guys, welcome back to Tea and a Spliff. Why am I just like half dead every Sunday afternoon? I don't actually know. You saved... To be fair, you were okay last week. You saved the deadness yeah, for, for our podcast. Last minute. Thanks. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. It adds the, the spice. Zombie girl. We love the spice. <laughs> um, on that note, how are you? What's going on? <laughs> um, I'm a lot better than I was. Woo! I have like some shrinkage going on with my tumor. <gasps> we are going Thank in the right God. direction. Yes. Um, you have to be more detailed. Well, she didn't really people. like. She didn't really give me like details, but basically, she said that like. Um, when they map your scan, they do like margins and where they want it to have. Wait, wait, wait. So you have a scan every time you have chemo or every day? No, I have a scan every time I have radiation. Which is every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But when she did like the CT, MRI and PET scan, that was like the mapping scan where she'll look at like where the cancer is and draw like the outline of where she wants. And basically she said that like each node or whatever that has cancer she gives like a different dose of radiation so like nowhere just gets the same beam it's like catered to what's wrong and she was like i spent five hours on your scan like i spent a lot of time making sure that it's gonna be the right dosages for whatever so i'm like really pleased to see how it's going because i keep looking back at it to make sure it's going the right places so i was just like Thanks. Yay. You know, that's, that's what we pay for. And now like, your pain is less. Yeah. So, like, I know I'm down to not really taking painkillers. Like, I'll probably take paracetamol, like, if I'm in pain. But because it's shrunk, it's, like, not pressing against the veins mm. anymore. So, like, I'm not in pain all the time. And you're not hella constipated. Yeah. Because I don't have to take codeine I think you're the opposite the now. <laughs> yeah. But, but at least you don't have any more codeine dreams if you yeah. don't have codeine anymore. Well, I mean, oh, I still had that weird. I still had that weird dream yesterday. But um, basically, when I got put on like an amped up codeine prescription because I was still in pain, like on the basic one, um, on the basic painkiller. Yeah, on the basic painkiller, they had to like move me up to a stronger one, and it started making me have like hallucinations. And when I was sleeping, I was having like these freaky dreams where I was seeing myself like dying. I like thought there was another me. I And you kept waking up and telling Rashad. Yeah, and like, but it was weird because I can remember like, I can remember waking up, but I can't remember like what was going on in my head. I was just literally so confused and so lost. Like every time I woke up, I didn't know where I was and I would just see him and I'd be like, you understand what's happening, right? And he'll be like, yeah, I understand. And then I'll be like, okay. And then in the morning when I got up, I was like, do you even know what I was talking about? And he was like, not really, but like, it was making you go back to sleep. But like, I just kept waking up and I was just like, who's next to me? Like, who's the girl next to me? I don't like her. And he's just like, there's no one. And I feel like if somebody did that to me, I would like kick them out of the bedroom and just be like, move with your demons. What What's happening? with you? But I was waking up and I was like crying and I was just like, who is next to me? She keeps like looking at me all the time. Is somebody next to me? And he's just like, no, Jal. And I'm just like, okay, because you understand what's happening, right? And he's like, yeah, I understand. I understand. And then I'd go back to sleep and then I'd jump back up and like do it all over again. And it was kind of happening like once every hour I'm like jumping up. And then I got scared to go back to sleep. And 
I just started like avoiding it. So I would stay up super late into the night and just find like everything else to do but go to sleep because I was scared. Um, but then my mommy's friend called me and she was talking and she was like talking about, I told her like that I was scared to fall asleep. And she started talking about like her daughter having nightmares and how she would like tell her daughter um, like funny stories about like the subject of the nightmare to make it not so scary. So then I started trying to like twist my dreams when I was in them. And like if I saw me looking at me, I'd try to like think of something positive and like it sounds like scary. some type of like matrix shit it was really really weird. does it was it's crazy it was really weird because i was i was up like i was up but i was just in a dream that i couldn't wake up from so i could still like think and like that's called stuff. like is that sleep paralysis yeah it's like yeah. sleep paralysis and it was like really scary because i couldn't get up so then when i did i would just like jump out my sleep and like it's when you grab rashad yeah when like, <laughs> grab rashad i grab the bed and i'm just like oh my god like i was stuck and everybody's just like, you were not, you were just sleeping. And I'm just like, no, I wasn't. So then since I've been off, obviously that has like calmed down. But then yesterday I was feeling really sick and I went to sleep and it just happened. And I was just having like this weird juju dream with like a boy dancing on the walls with a weird mm-hmm. little clone dolly. And like, it so was the codeine dreams haven't gone away, but yeah. they have significantly <laughs> they've, they've reduced. Down. Yeah. And like, I'm more able to know what it is. Then yeah. when it first started, because when it first started, I was just scared, like, what is happening? Am I going crazy? Like, I remember literally lying on the bed and I was like, is something wrong with me mentally? Like, Why didn't you not... Google? I would have definitely Googled I did. And then things. I asked the doctors the next day when I went in for radiation and they just kind of laughed and they were like, yeah, that's normal. Like, that happens to people when they're on strong painkillers. And they were like, we have, like, terminal patients that are on really strong painkillers that will be sitting right here and, like see something over there and but you, it's a hallucination. Did you know, I didn't know about that. Did they I didn't warn you about that, no? No, they didn't tell me that. I feel like that's something you kind of need to know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was supposed to read the paper in the box. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Though, yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Time. But nah, so yeah, it was just like me finding out symptoms as I went. Like as mm. they happened, I was like, ah, oh, what's happening? And then everybody's like, But you kind of went into this blindly though because I remember talking to you and you, I was like, um... Did you like re- research and do anything? And you were just like, not really, because I didn't want to scare myself. So I yeah, just kind of. Yeah, because I feel like I would much rather just go into it blind. Like, yeah. I don't want to pre preempt, like, what's going to happen and then freak out myself about, like, mm. oh my gosh, this is going to hurt or, like, this is going to burn. So I just try to not know. And then when it hurts, I'm like, ow, that hurts. Why is this And then I'll Google it after and be like, okay, that was normal. Like, that's fine. But then if I Google it before, I'm just going to freak out about it. And then like with the, um, the last chemo I got, because the first one went so bad, I was so scared to go yeah. into chemo. And I was just really freaking myself out when I was sitting there. Like when the nurse came with it, I was like ready to just run out the door. And I was like, never mind. I'm good. I'm cured. Let's go home. Yeah. And she was talking to me through it. And I'm just like, I I really don't want this. Like I literally felt like I would have just vomited all over her. I was freaking out. And then she hooked me up and it was fine. Like it didn't even burn like the first time. That's because you had the blood transfusion. Yeah, Yeah. It was, it was like much easier going in like obviously it still didn't feel good but it didn't feel as bad as last time and I was just like I freaked myself out for nothing because this was like 
a lot easier. Jael ended up having a blood transfusion because because my kidneys were <sighs> your kidneys weren't functioning. Yeah, <laughs> my kidneys were. You know, just casually. <laughs> Just, that's what chemo does. Yeah. You know how it is. Because it's just, it kills everything. It kills the white blood cells, red blood cells. And like, you were given diuretics, so you were yeah, like peeing was, everything out. Yeah, and my creatine levels, were, I don't even know what a creatine level was, but my creatine levels were crazy and like... That's like your energy. It's like it, your yeah. kidneys flush it out or something. Yeah. But yeah, so they were crazy and like, it was just a lot going on and they were like, bro, this is not okay. Something's wrong with you. So I just thought that that would have happened this time when I was on the chemo again. But it didn't. But it didn't. Yay. And I was pretty much okay for the whole week. Until Yay. Now, now yeah. you are sick. Yeah. But. Fun. Like, undisclosed because. Is it the vaccine side effects? She got is her it? COVID jab. Yeah. I don't know if we're allowed to say COVID. Why not? I don't know. They keep cancelling it out everywhere, but fuck it, whatever. She got her second jab and mm. uh, one of the has, symptoms yeah, is diarrhea. It's had some not great things, but I mean, could be worse. Could be. You could be in the pain you were in before because yep. that shit was scary. I feel like... I should have Googled it because I didn't know. I knew you were going to be sick, but like... Yeah, I think I should like have prepared that. myself for it a little bit more. Yeah. But your mum did say that. She was like, if Giles going to come here, you know it's going to be a lot. Like She did. She and we did. were like, oh yeah, it's fine. We're all here. Like, it's cool. But... Then we realised We that. just... And obviously at this point, we didn't know how severe your cancer was going to be, though. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I think that that's why... Yeah. Taking a bigger toll. Than I just think thought. it's weird because my brain doesn't process that I have cancer. Like my Your brain, brain, my brain is still very much like do 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 do. We're fine. Like does cancer <laughs> even really exist? I'm fine, even though I get like pain and stuff and feel sick. My brain is just like yeah, but you do girl. that to survive. You're yeah. co- compartmentalizing because when shit gets really tough. I, you're obviously thinking, fuck, what the fuck am I going to do? But then you have to, like, how, you can't be like that every day. So yeah, your body's so just like. Yeah, so my brain just pushes it. Like, when people, when people, like, message me asking how I am, I'm like, why are you asking me that? Like, <laughs> I'm fine, What are you talking about? But then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I have cancer. Like, I forgot. So then I'll just be like, yeah, I'm good. But I just feel like, I don't know. I just came to the realization that people usually ask, like, how I am just because, they want to like be nosy it's not mm. so much like a oh my gosh how are you kind of thing they just want to be like in the loop and be able to be like oh i spoke to jal like you know how when people die they'll like screenshot the conversation from yesterday and be like we just spoke oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> so like people, people, i don't know if we have that here no 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 no, no people do that all the time maybe and, on like, twitter Maybe Twitter. <laughs> but yeah, so the messaging, like, I'm just like, I'm good because what are you going to do if I'm not good? Like, you can't do anything for me. You're not really offering me anything. Like, I hear it. I hear I'm it. Fine. And so also, you can't. at people not to message you. So, are you okay? <laughs> no, I mean, people, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I like, appreciate people messaging me, but then sometimes people are like so demanding. Like, mm. I have friends that will be like, oh, you haven't messaged me. And I'm like, Bro, I have cancer. Like, I'm going to treatment. Know what, yeah. You can literally just be like, hi, you good? Like, you don't even have to message me often. Just message me, like, 
once a month and make sure you I'm don't alive, even have like, to message being like how are you you can just be like yeah, i'm thinking like, of you like, or we can just really, have yeah, a normal okay. conversation like just message me and be like oh my god today my shoe sole fell off like people, people <laughs> what no, what like, example is that <laughs> no but like because i have like hot mess friends i feel like that would happen so but then people think that because i'm sick like all my conversations have to revolve around being sick so they'll like message me specifically about sickness and i'm like you know that i'm still like jal and i'm still gonna talk like dumb shit with you i don't need to think about cancer every second of every day yeah, yeah but i can we... understand why people would want to message you yeah. About, yeah because it's such a big thing going on with your life but i think it's just like people also have to remember that it is such a massive thing and it's taking up a lot of your life and that what you're thinking about and it kind of prevails over everything else that's going on in your life. So messaging people is like the last thing on your priority list. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like to get a message from me, you have to be like in the top of my chat list. Yeah. And like that is literally like our group, Rashad, my mother, like Auntie Rosalind. Mm-hmm. And those are like the things I'll go through. And then usually like Imran Atar will find out from you guys and then mm. they'll message me and like it will go yeah. like that. Because I'm not scrolling down to look for people to just keep repeating the same message. I'm just like, you yeah. will just see later. Your DMs because... were popping off the other day, wasn't it? <laughs> were they? Yeah. yeah. And she said about um, the shrinkage. Oh. She just showed me like her message. There's so many. That's nice though. People are checking Yeah. Out. People care. Right? Yeah, sorry. Are you with us? (laughs) She's distracted on her phone. She's just talking to her phone. But yeah, I feel like that right now, at this point in my life too, I'm like, yo, I cannot message everyone back. It's too much. I don't have enough time Mm. in my life. And then I end up like having moments where I've got a bit of time and then replying to everyone just being like, ah, I'm really (laughs) sorry. I'm so busy. Like, I didn't message you. And this message is from a week ago. You know what I mean? (laughs) That happens to me all the time. I'm just like, should I still bother to answer? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But you should. Then I don't. (laughs) You don't. If a week has passed, it's it's gone past the time. (laughs) You'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. It feels you. To afternoon tea today. You've never been to an afternoon tea. Yes, it girl. Was, it was very British. Was it everything you imagined it to be? Even though it, it was, was even it rained in round the dome. Yeah, like, really but I feel like the, the rain, the rain, like you know, added to the, the British experience. Oh my god, right? what was that word when the oh pathetic fallacy? That was like that. But like for the afternoon tea, yeah, like but, really sunny and happy, and then like pissed down, like, yeah, and then while we're eating our cucumber like... sandwiches, like <laughs> yeah, the food selections are not stuff I would choose to eat. And tell them what we okay, had. Okay, would you rate? Let's rate it out of ten. So the sandwiches. Well, I only ate like two sandwiches. I ate the egg one, which was okay. Which was egg and cress. Um, and then I ate the cucumber one because I just needed just to cucumber yeah. and, and butter. butter. Yeah, like, okay. I needed to experience that. Yeah. And it was like, why would you make okay. that a sandwich? That's... Out of 10 for the sandwiches? Uh, like a three? Three. <laughs> like, oh, wow. That's really bad. Those weren't great sandwiches. Damn. I can say, though, that the the salmon sandwich was okay, quite, I didn't have that quite good. But I just didn't think there was enough time and into thought. them yes yeah. 
It just you know felt like mean? a sandwich that like you could slap together at home, like yeah, and cut it yeah, yourself with no and, effort. Yeah, all you have to do is like put some fucking butter like, on a piece of bread. Mostly makes better sandwiches for like breakfast. She'll oh Alaya my God, can sandwiches. make a better sandwich probably, but to be it was fine. It was Funny. bread. It was bread and it was cucumber and it was butter, <laughs> and you ate it. But I mean, the desserts were good. The, the yeah. desserts were great. I'd give them a strong nine out of ten actually for the, for the desserts. Dessert. Yeah. The desserts were good, but I feel like I'd give them like a seven. I think I'd give them an eight because actually, macaroons are quite hard to. Yeah, the macaroons were really good. Yeah, they were banging. Yeah, um, and they were. The cakes, the cakes were good, but I didn't feel like they were like. Yeah, but I feel like you're not a good judge because you're not well. And you don't like food that much. But I like cake, like... No, but you actually don't, though. You don't like sweet things. So right, how but are I've we taking advice from you? Says you. <laughs> that eats a breadcrumb a week. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, but no, like, it was good. And, like, I don't drink tea, so, I mean, I can't rate the tea. <laughs> It was I, quite good. Oh, you I, didn't drink the tea. I didn't drink the tea. <gasps> okay, but you didn't like scones that much, right? No, I didn't like the scones. Like, they were weird. I I liked the scone itself was cool, but I like don't get clotted cream. What the heck? I is think that? it's because you're used cream. to having like bakes, and you don't usually have like you would never put cream on a bake, right? What the no, fuck? That's, like, so, that's weird. so weird. But because bakes are like savory. Like, bake, mm. we'll put sugar in a bake, like a Bajan bake. But then when you get like the floats and stuff, they're savory and eat them with like salt fish. And, yeah. Like, mm. Other yeah, stuff, like great. not jam. So I was just yeah. like. That's why it's weird for you because is... that's what you yeah. eat bakes on a regular basis. We eat, eat bakes on scones. special occasions. Mm. Like Christmas, girl. I was just like, that's yeah. weird. That's like a mince pie. I will never. No, mince pies aren't. Great. I have to say, I. I'm partial. She to really is. Immense pie. I once had this incident happen at Christmas time oh, with Reese, Courtney's brother, uh, where we just sat and ate like this, like fifty pack of mince pies from Iceland. <laughs> Not remember. even good mince pies, yeah, shitty like... mince pies from Iceland. We just banged out a whole packet. It was wild. That sounds like a cry for very help. Like... Sick. <laughs> But I was yeah. a little chunkity chunk, so you know how it goes. But I feel like things you do when you're like chunky don't count. You're just like a new person. Yeah, but that's how I live my life. Like I used to do these things where I used to like eat shitloads of food, and then I just wouldn't eat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck. Fair enough. And that I'm... was the beginning of the end. <laughs> I'm kind of the opposite, where I just don't eat at all. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We know. We've seen. <laughs> Courtney's just like, I eat all the time. Don't know no, what you're no. talking about. I think Courtney, honestly, has like one of the healthiest relationship. One, She's one of the people, I think, that has a really healthy relationship with food. I do. And when I you do. talk to me about the fact that like, you have a bit of body dysmorphia and whatever, I'm always like, what? Because you always seem so like balanced when it comes to food, you know what I mean? It's like conflicting thoughts in my head. I'm like, it's like a, a, a date, what's, what's the word? <laughs> a devil and an angel, almost in one, and I ignore it most of the time. I just switch up my food. I don't like do anything drastic, like not eat at all. I'll just eat less. 
but it's annoying as soon as I start to lose weight then I want to put it back on because then my bum goes down or something like that but I may think it probably isn't it's just my yeah so I've only had body dysmorphia since lockdown when I gained I'd been like I was my heaviest I've ever been and um then from that point that's when I started having it because I'd start to lose weight then I put it back on it's like a like an endless cycle it's just like why do you think that was do you think it's because you kind of started um dieting yeah and dieting really... did dieting fuck you up it does doesn't yeah, it? it does because i haven't really dieted ever in my that's life that's what i'm saying because i remember when you, like bef- pre-lockdown yeah you just eat what, what how yeah, i wanted you... all the time and also your the way you're like when you were feeling sad that made you not really eat you know what i mean yeah like, that was how you kind of yeah dealt with stuff yeah, and I was, I was sad a lot when I was younger as well, so I didn't eat as much. And then I guess, because yeah. I was the biggest I'd ever been, I liked it because I felt thicker, but my stomach was just not the one. And my stomach's never really recovered. <laughs> it's never it's never skinny as it used to be. But what is it supposed to be? Cause... I know. I feel like I do get caught up with Instagram sometimes and people have curvy a curvy body but still a small stomach I'm like I don't get how they do that because it's, it's not real apps. <laughs> it's yeah. called apps and it's called fucking BBLs and then there's me I just give myself a bit of a reality check and then I'm like cool I'm fine yeah but it doesn't mean it doesn't cross my mind probably about like 20 times a day maybe not that much that's a big screen <laughs> you I think you have such a balanced approach like I think you have a really healthy approach to- towards food mm-hmm. and even like when we went to um where did we go we went to strawberries and cream mm-hmm. you still took your protein but it wasn't because you were like fixated on like eating a certain way and like mm-hmm. doing a certain thing it was just because you wanted to like have that as a healthy habit yeah and i rate that because you know girl. i find that tough like that's something that i am learning now it's about creating healthy habits because i just used to do extreme shit you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah. I admire it, babes. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I try. Really love it. Wish I could uh be like that. Maybe do you think I'm you could do you think you like could ever now. get to a place similar to that? Or no? Yeah, I, I think know it's quite hard for a lot of people to do to be fair. Well, I I had bulimia, so that was a lot of extreme behavior. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have extreme behavior in in i had in like general life so it kind of came from eating so i it it will always be more of a thing for me than i think it would be say for like you Mm -hmm. but it's a lot better than it was i will say and I've been doing I've been in recovery for a year and a half maybe just over a year and a half and I feel like I'm at a much more balanced place with food which is like such a relief mm-hmm. you know what I mean amazing yeah we thank god it's really hard out here Recovery's fucking difficult it tends to be though, but like, just looking back and seeing like your progress and stuff is like so encouraging. Cause mm-hmm. even even though like mine isn't like how Nemi's was, even with like me getting better right now, 
even though so much about me has changed and like I have a really hard time like looking at myself now because like I was like you were like disgusting because I'm accustomed to like looking a certain way and like having curves or like just not being like skinny and I'm just like ew and none of my clothes fit me the way that they should and like my bras can't fit me and I already like barely had boobs and I'm just like what is happening like mm. I look like a little boy and then obviously it's cold now so I'm like in tracksuits all the time and you cut and your I'm hair just, off yeah and my hair is cut and I'm just like ew I look disgusting like you really don't though I know really but don't. I know and like people will tell me that and like as I said I'm always like self-aware and I can objectively say like I can see pictures and be like oh look I look cute but I'm just like I don't look like me Mm. It's very weird for me to, like, see myself so small and, like, just so different. So I'll look at pictures and be like, oh, that girl's cute. But, like, that's not who that's I not am. Me. Like, that's not That's not Jal. Because I don't know. I don't know who she is, but she looks cute. Because even today when I got dressed, obviously, like, I don't get dressed up very often because I'm just going to treatment and stuff. So when I got dressed, I, like, put on I put on the boots and then I like, looked at my leg and I was like why is my thigh like the same size as my calf I hate it. <laughs> like where is my shape so I'm just like standing up looking in the mirror and then I didn't like turn around and I was like where is my butt like there's nothing happening mm. I just look like a like a, I don't even know like a little pencil though and I'm just like this is so weird and it's just been so weird because I've always had the opposite of where I always think I'm too fat and I'll stop eating and I'm like, I need to diet, I need to do this, I need to do that because I'm getting so fat and look at my stomach and look at my rolls, I hate it. And I'll be like editing my pictures so that I don't look like as fat. And now I'm just like, what the heck? I'm on the whole like opposite of the spectrum. I Listen, I was <laughs> literally going to say to you, I cannot even imagine saying looking in the mirror and saying to myself, oh my God, Nemi, you're too skinny. Yeah, it's that crazy. I've wild. never I've never had that happen before, but now I'm just looking at myself and I'm like, who is this? This person is skinny and looks weird. This is not who I'm accustomed to being. Like, the first thing that was weird to me, <laughs> the first thing that was weird to me is the bone on top of your shoulder. Mm. Not like, sharp. yeah, not like the collarbone, like just on the top one, yeah. of your shoulder. Up. Like, I was leaning on my shoulder and I was like, why am I stabbing myself? <laughs> and, then, and then I like, touched my Jeez. shoulder and I'm like, ew, I feel like a skeleton. Like, I hate this. And then, like, things will just be sliding off of me or, like, I'll touch my wrist. Your wedding like, ring. Yes, my ring can't fit me. And, like... Have you taken it off? Yeah, I have it off because I have to take it off every day when I have radiation. And I'm mm. just, like, very traumatized. I lose it. Mm-hmm. So I leave it in the bedroom. But, like, I put on the the thing the wraparound thing to make it smaller and I have to keep changing it to a smaller one all the time and like the ring will still be swinging around my finger and I'm just like this is this is not cool like Mm -hmm. are you looking forward to like having some of your curves back yeah like I'm just I'm like I don't want to get back to a point where I'm telling myself that I'm fat but like this is a point where I can like build from and try to Mm -hmm. make myself healthy and like happy with myself but then I also have to work on that because I have to be happy in myself because if not I'll just like keep going forever and never be happy because I feel like no matter how you look you can always look at yourself and be like ew I hate that and then have something new that you want to work on so you have to know yeah you have Mm -hmm. to know like where you want to be and just be like satisfied 
that this is me and this is how I look. Like, I can't look mm-hmm. like... Anything else. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. look like anybody else. Because even, like, looking at you guys, you guys have a whole different shape to me. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'll be like, oh, but you guys look so good in, like, those trousers. Or you guys look so good in those skirts. And then, like, I look at me and I'm like, I look really bad in it. But at the end of the day, that's just the differences in us. Like, I can't do anything to look more like you. Because even mm-hmm. if I was to eat a lot, I'm never going to grow, like, mm-hmm. you guys' butt. That's just not going to happen for that's me. That's just the real truth. <laughs> Unless you, like, hit the gym. No. It's no. still not Not, not that happen. vibe, but still. Yeah, but it helps it's, still, a it's bit. still not going to, like, happen to be, No, because like... our bums are fleshy. Like, yes, yeah. there's yeah. muscle, obviously, and there's probably more muscle in your bum, but, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fleshy, and yeah. if you don't have it, you it's won't have like, it. It's just, like, genetics, yeah. and I'm not going to get that. It's, like, looking at, like hair textures would be like I wish my hair was like Nemi's I can't do anything about that like it's not <laughs> yeah. gonna happen it's yeah. just true. that's you... so true that's a good way of looking at it because I didn't look at it like that that's just what I'm trying to do now because I'm because like when everything happened I was like this is like a second lease so you have to like I'm like doing so much to live I have to make sure that I like enjoy it now and mm-hmm. make sure that I'm not living like mediocre and unhappy because mm. I just fought so hard to do it. So now I'm just kind of to a point where I'm like, I need to just accept myself and like love myself and move forward and not try to be anything but myself. Like And keep good energy around. Yeah. You. Mm-hmm. Like I just Cut need that negativity. Yeah, like I, I just don't want anything around me that's like taxing or like going to suck from my soul because yes. I just paid so much money to have a new soul. So much money. Uh. <laughs> I just mm. paid so much to invest in my life. You're not taking a second from it. Like, from the time you come around me with anything, <laughs> goodbye. I don't need it. I have mm-hmm. a lot going on. I don't have time. Like, I don't have time. <laughs> no and, you time. know, I keep getting reminded life is short. You can- And I just... Every day. I just mm-hmm. don't believe life is that short. Like... You're even trying to if, fight for a longer exactly. life. Exactly. And, like, even if I was to die next week, like, I don't want to be, like, life is short. I regret not doing stuff. Like, I want like to not regret anything Mm -hmm. so i'm just like let me just live my truth and like nobody cares that much what you're doing like we just have all these concepts of like society and what people think and like yeah Mm -hmm. nobody cares like everybody has stuff going on so at the end of the day we could as well just focus on ourselves yeah Yeah. just do what you want to do stop comparing yourself to other people yeah and just like just know that everybody has skeletons in their closet and they try to hide it and like if you have your own stuff going on, like, deal with yourself and leave me alone. Like, mm-hmm. I can't hold your baggage and my baggage and you can't live through me. I can't be, like, perfect because you fucked up. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming to Giles' <laughs> TED Talk. Yeah, this is just <laughs> dropping negative energy Loved 101. Loved it. You just went in. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get millions of views. <laughs> no, but I, I, it's, I think it's easier said than done. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. don't you think so yeah like it's a fucking journey and it's like an ongoing journey you can never just get to this point where you're like yep i just accept myself and like this is how it is forever yeah, it's, a, it's always something you have to work on like you just have to work on it forever but i think if you have the mentality that that's what you want to do it's easier because mm. for me like i get manipulated very easy and like very empathetic and when people 
come with exactly both of us are very very emotional so like when people come with sob stories i'm just like oh my gosh like let me feel your pain let me ease you and no i'm just like fuck you like deal with yourself what about me (laughs) deal with yourself i have myself to deal with do you think you're an empath courtney (coughs) what is that what were you an empath is like someone who really feels what like other, feel people other people are feeling pain. yeah and you always like really want to help them and yeah I think so I feel like I've been like this with you for sure I feel like I've been on the whole journey with you no but not in terms of that like so oh. even in terms of like men right you know what I mean just like I don't think I am I maybe really I'm not think, I don't really think <laughs> I don't know what you is. mean I don't, I don't think don't... she I think she obviously is empathetic yeah but not like an empath yeah like I don't think she you don't her. get tricked we get tricked yeah we're like you don't get tricked you're fucking sensible and we're yeah, over here true. just yeah, getting fucked like, over um, all the fucking time you what's know, that like, about green well? you know, i think green i have, when the I have man, been like, in the past but but you know in green well when the man like sucks in everybody's sicknesses and then yeah. he like no. dies in the end that's yeah. like me i'm just like don't cry give it to me yeah, but like, so bad give me mm. your pain and then i'm just there burdened on with like everything and people are fine so i'm trying not to be <laughs> Courtney, I'm you trying, need to look at Courtney. Courtney's yeah, got balance. I'm, I'm trying you. not to be that person anymore. Like, a role, role I'm trying to be here. there for my really friends. Are. Like I'll be there for my friends, but I'm trying not to take on their problems. So yeah. like that's also something that I'm trying to work on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I feel you. Well, as I just said, Courtney is the one to look at. Yeah, we just have to like we have to get like a vision board and stick pictures of Courtney on yeah. it and be like What would Courtney do? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Should I get it? That's what I'll send to you. I'll send to we'll you. We'll get like sweaters that say it like WWCD. She needs to write down some quotes. You really do. We'll get some And you can put it in a little. Ge- oh my God. <laughs> we can put it in a little generator. Like, what would she do? And then it gives you a <laughs> quote. Like Google. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like a magic eight ball. For all my. Dis- oh, yeah, eight ball. <laughs> We could sell those as merch, eight ball with like. What would Courtney do? <laughs> How did you get like that? I don't know. I don't know because I was a hot mess at one point in my, some points in my life. You know. That's very true. You did. Well, you want. Mm. Were your hot mess points that hot though? Like? Yeah, she had one hot mess point. She did. <laughs> she did. But it's okay. Yeah. We're, we're allowed. Them. Let's not talk about that. No, no. We <laughs> But um, I think that coming to London has mm. helped you yeah. chill out a bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that meeting someone has helped yeah. you chill out a bit. For sure. And I think that... I don't know. Just maybe like just getting a job as well. Just coming, going yeah. to get into... Being more the... independent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And also you're older. So, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It comes with age. Some people just like mature at like different times or get their life together. Yeah, and different to times. be fair, you're not old, so yeah, exactly. Probably the right about right yeah. time to be fair. Mm-hmm. You ripe. know, I'm ripe. ripe. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ripe. <laughs> it just reminds me of the fruit. You know, they have ready and ripe. Ready on. And ripe. <laughs> Sorry, that is what it reminded me of. Like the avocados, they always put it on the avocados. And they're not ripe. They're, they're hard. They're hard, I know. That's why I have to it's poke terrible. them before I buy them. <laughs> you have to shake them. You have to. You shake no. them? What, yeah. avocado? Yeah. Shake them to see what? I don't know if it's the one that you guys have here, but like at home you can shake them and if the seed jiggles, it means that they're like ripe. 
Is this going to be me in a shop just shaking know, some avocados? It's not the same avocado. It's not the same avocado, but like, oh. can't the concept? I'm going to Google it. No, because I feel like our ones, you have to like actually squish them to see Google if they're squishy. What are, what are the avocados here called? <laughs> avocados. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like different. I think they're called like half, half. I think avocado. they're just avocados, babes. But no, it's no I know oh, they have actually names. A time, but it's like. SS. We don't know. We just get I'm what we're I'm telling you what they are, okay? Leave me alone. I might be... Look, a has avocado. See? I could be an avocado specialist. specialist. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. Uh, but um, how did you get like that, though? I, like, you just said why, you oh, think. Because of, of who yeah, must not like be brain lag. <laughs> no. Um, I think it's just a mixture of things. I think me having a job, like me being in the city, like a different like different friends and stuff like that and then like uh do you know just like coming off the pill doing all these other things getting into the gym just all coming these things. off the pill yes yeah because that fucks with your hormones especially that microgynin i can't even remember that i've been on so many different contraceptions um that yeah do you have maybe- to pay for contraception in barbados um, I think you might be able to get it through the clinic, like the injection. But if you want the pill, I think you pay for it. I'm not even sure because oh. meds are free. But do you have the coil there know, as never, well? Yeah, you can get the coil. But I never went to like the clinic for it. I just used to buy it from the pharmacy because it's you like bought it. How much was it? It's like seven dollars for a pot. Like, oh, okay. for a month. Yeah. Worth seven dollars. Okay, that's not too bad. No, that's not bad. At all. I mean, there's some that are like $30 and stuff, but I feel like it's not that deep. I bet you the $7 one is microgynin. Yeah, because microgynin is like, it will fuck you. Because I was on, I got put on like Diane 35 or 30. Mm, oh, never I had heard a number. that one. I had a number. I got put on that one first, and that one was like, I did not like how that one made me feel. Um, and then Did I it make switched. you go crazy? Yeah, but when I think about it, it was like a subtler crazy than when I changed to like Yaz. Mm. Oh, I've heard about that, that one. That had me just crazy. And I was like, what is going on with me? This is not normal. Like, I was so hormonal. I was so angry. I was just like ready to kill And at everybody. the time, you don't realize that it is the pill. No, I didn't think it was that. And like, I went to the doctor and the doctor didn't say anything about it. The doctor was just like the hormonal imbalance. And like, I feel like when I got put on the pill like this is all going to relate back to having cancer because i feel like my concerns were ignored for so long because Mm. when i was younger like a teenager i got put on the pill when i was like probably 16 Mm. because i had like a really long bleed and they were like it's a hormonal imbalance you have to go on the pill and like I remember Granny was really upset and she was like, that's going to encourage her to do things. And mommy was just like, if something's wrong with her, like let her be on the medication. Mm. So I went mm. on, I went on the pill and I obviously that like hid the bleeding and whatever, like it controlled it. So I didn't know that anything was wrong. And like, I remember the doctor that I went to, he was like, oh, it's a hormonal imbalance because look at your legs. They're like really hairy. And I was like, what, what? Are you talking what? About? Like my legs have always been. This is a male doctor. Yeah, it was. There you okay. go. And I was like, my legs have always been here. That's very random. And then I went onto it, and then like years later, I was, I was like having problems again. 
And I went back to the doctor and I was like, um, I'm on the pill, like, but I'm having these random bleeds that aren't my period. Like, I don't understand what's going on. And they literally were just like, you're fine, like, just change birth control and you'll be fine. And then I just, just kept getting told to, like, try a different birth control, try a different one. And then I kept asking, like, can you do an ultrasound? Can you see, like, if something's going on inside of me? I don't understand. And then I finally went to one and, like, I had to tell, I had to tell them that, like, I thought I was pregnant for them to do the ultrasound because they didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And she came in and she was like um she would be like seven weeks pregnant i'm just sitting there like no i'm not but whatever so then she came and she did it and she was like um she doesn't see a baby and i'm like okay can you see anything like what's happening to me and she was like no i can't see anything so you can just like go home if your period doesn't come in like four weeks come back and i'm just like what kind of like advice is that that's not helpful Mm. so then i went home and then I was having all these problems and that's when I started talking to you and I was like trying to figure out what was happening because my periods were just being crazy and like not coming or coming for a day or like I was just bleeding super heavy and I kept going to all these different like gynecologists and they were just telling me like nothing's wrong you have a hormonal imbalance it's not that deep people get it all the time and so I just kind of pushed it on the back burner and just kept going and then I was like, I'm going to stop taking birth control and see, like, what's happening. So I stopped taking it. And that's when, like, the bleeding just went crazy. And I was like, would this always have been happening if I didn't spend years, like, (laughs) the last five years on the pill? Like, Mm -hmm. what's happening? So then that's when I started going to the doctors. And I'm just like, something's actually wrong with me because I've been on the pill. I stopped taking it. And now look what's happening. Mm -hmm. And then they started to get worried. And I'm just like... I feel like for all these years, something's been wrong with me and they've just been putting plasters on top of it by putting me on the pill and like Mm -hmm. just telling me basically like shut up and get out of my office. So, and then like everybody's just like, oh yeah, cervical cancer takes really long to grow. Like Mm. it's a slow progressing cancer. So I'm just like, so has this been happening since like I was young and first got put on birth control? Because that bleed was so bad that I literally was wearing like diapers because I was bleeding so bad, like I was in the shower just bleeding. And I was really scared and I feel like nobody really took my concern seriously. They were just like, it's fine because I was young. Yeah, mm. it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah so I'm sure. just like, has this been happening all the same? And then if I didn't come off of the pill, would I have known that like something was wrong because that was obviously masking the bleeding and it only started to bleed when I came off of it. So mm-hmm. if I had stayed on it and I was still on it right now, like, would the cancer just be growing and I just not know? Oh, my God. That is actually crazy. So how long did that bleeding... So you said when you were 16? Yeah. And you're 23 now? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then That's when wild. did you... When did they start getting worried? What age was that? In March. That was literally this year. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that was this year. In March. So I had the bleeding wow. all that time. And, like, it was just something that I lived with and thought was normal because that's what the doctors were telling me they were like it's a hormonal imbalance so i was like okay it's so crazy though because like you as you get older you realize that you really have to listen to your body when you're young you Mm -hmm. do not understand that you're just kind of yeah told things and you kind of go with it because you just expect that like the older people are like more experienced so they know but then as i got older i was like nah like i can see that something's wrong I've had my body long enough to know that something's wrong with it. So I need to get somebody that's going to listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. 
You had to push for it, which thank God you did. Yeah, yeah. like I had to just be turning up at doctors all the time and be like, yo, somebody me, needs please. to like look inside yeah. of me because something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it sucks that you have to beg somebody to do that for yeah. you. Like, that's your job and like, it's my life that's on the line. It's not like I'm just coming for like... Mm. The banter. Yeah. And I'm literally begging you, like, please, something's wrong. If there's any consolation, that does happen here I know, too. I know it happens to yeah, like, a lot does. of people. And, like, I've seen the topic, like, all over Twitter where people are talking about, like, doctors to black women. Like, black women mm. don't get treated viewed, the same. Yeah, yeah, don't get viewed as urgent, like, compared to other people. And I'm just, like, I can see this happening because mm-hmm. if you're going to, like, free healthcare, a lot of the time you don't get the best healthcare. And then even when I went privately, people were just telling me to calm down. Like, it wasn't that deep. So I'm just like, who did Mm -hmm. I have to go to to finally get seen? Yeah, I think it's definitely as well, like what adds to it is because you're young. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the same for you, but for here in the UK, it's like 25. That's when you have a smear test. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. in Barbados, they do them from like 21 or something, but they don't like, tell you to get it because even when I was going to different gynecologists and stuff they didn't suggest to get it until like the very last gynecologist yeah. mm-hmm. they were just like yeah you're young like you're, 20, okay. you're 21 oh. you're 22 you're fine and they never said anything and it's only when I got to the last one that he was like have you ever had one and I was like no and he was like let's let's do, do that mm-hmm. and that's when things started to go and I was just like okay well at least I know this doctor is actually Look, doing looking. things yeah, like yeah he's actually doing stuff instead of just making me sit here and him tell me that I'm fine mm. so that was like the first comforting thing to happen for like somebody to look at me and be like something's not right let me look into it yeah you gotta trust your body it's a it's a difficult journey to I go just, on yeah I just feel like you shouldn't have to fight so hard to yeah have a body <laughs> like I mean listen you're right. We shouldn't. And it's shit that that happens. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess people go in and, like, things aren't wrong with them and they'll exaggerate things and stuff. But then you have people that come in for, like, genuine things. And, like, I feel especially when you're, like, a rare case because everybody's just like, I don't get how this happened to you. You're so young. So because I'm young, nobody thought it would be that. So they just yeah. brushed me off all the time. And you still have to look into these things even if it's rare like it can happen yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's not like still, it's yeah. like it's yeah. not it is rare but it's not like that rare because it yeah, has it's happened not unheard of yeah. yeah so you should still look into the possibilities instead yeah. of being like oh she's 23 she's fine yeah like, exactly whatever. because no look what happened it's just like mm-hmm. a fucked up situation because i'm just like this probably like probably couldn't have been prevented because it got pushed back so long but like it could have been earlier like yeah diagnosed do you feel like when you get through this you're gonna advocate for yeah I feel like yeah I think you definitely should I feel like it it makes me feel very empowered to know that like something so bad is happening to me but I am able to like educate people because a lot of people are like scared to get smear tests and like Mm -hmm. scared to talk about things like this because of like a whole little hush hush like oh it's to do with like your vagina mm-hmm. so don't talk about yeah. it like it's yeah. a private oh my part gosh. like it's always like that especially with like adults and stuff and I'm just like it's not that deep like yeah we're all women we all have vaginas like 
we have to talk about them at some point because if I say that I had bleeding and it resonates with somebody else that has it too and it makes them go and get checked, I don't get why I would keep that a secret and then they just sit there wondering what's wrong with them. And also, yeah. fuck living a life where you have to like keep everything a secret. Like that's not the life yeah. you want to live. Yeah, you and I'm like, you. I'm just not afraid to talk about stuff like that. Like I'm not afraid to be open about things. Yeah. Which I find a lot of people are like they're just so reserved and keep experiences to themselves but i'm like i don't want anybody to go through this so like this is horrible so if i can talk to you about it and give you a heads up like take it Mm. because i look at girls that have beat cervical cancer are going through it and i like follow them on instagram and i'll be like looking at stuff they have to go through and like Mm. procedures that they have and how they like chemo tips and like how they Mm -hmm. deal with radiation and stuff and like it's very helpful because they're going through it already so they can tell me what they're doing. Mm, yeah. So I'm just like, if I can be that to somebody, why would I not want to be? It's such a huge thing that's happened to you as well. Like, this is such a massive part of your life and will always be. Yeah. It's just like a, a new, like a restart kind of thing. Like, born life again. Was, yeah, it's mm. like life as I knew it is done and like, it's just a whole new... A phoenix rising mm. out of the ashes. I don't feel like the phoenix yet, but <laughs> you'll get there. Yeah. It's that ugly, weird thing. Yeah, it's the it's the naked bird. Hopefully. Yeah, it's the naked bird. Oh. <laughs> that is you. Yeah. That is such a good way to look at it. But I'm on my way, and like as I start to feel the benefits, like obviously treatment is so hard. I'm never gonna be like, oh, this was a breeze. This is literally the hardest thing I've ever had to do, mm-hmm. and. Like, as I see the benefits, it just kind of makes me feel encouraged to keep going. Because, like, even though I know it's hard, I know that if I keep going, it will get better and just keep getting Mm -hmm. better. And then I'll get to the end. So I'm just like, let's just keep pushing and, like, suffer for a little bit because it's going to be better, like, for a much longer time than it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. so it's just like and also you don't have a choice encouraging. yeah that too you know like, <laughs> there's no choice I mean at the beginning I'm not gonna like I was just like death is easier <laughs> it sucks like oh, let's just God. die yeah but that's when everything was like yeah that's yeah. when everything was crazy so now that it's easing up I'm just like woo good thing I didn't die because <laughs> <laughs> I can do this yeah yes, it's like weight loss can. or something like you know when you start to lose weight and you don't see it yet and you're just like oh this is hard I hate it I'm gonna give up and then you keep going and like a month later you're like woo Yes, I, I can do. fit in these jeans. Like, yes. mm. then it's all worth it. The hard it. work is paying off. Yeah, that's what it's I like. Love it. I like how you compare cancer to losing weight. It's great. <laughs> it's because I, I don't have any resolve in losing weight. Mm. I'll just like diet for two days. And I'm like, oh, this didn't work. I'm never doing it again. And now I'm just stuck in this thing that's so hard. And I'm like, wow, me and all of my issues to like <laughs> stick to a routine. And now look at me, radiation every day pills all the time oh shit did you see that they've introduced that new law about fillers i did not yeah yeah. apparently english laws (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) she's like let me just get my book (laughs) my book of english laws (laughs) (laughs) you dickhead (laughs) but apparently 16 year olds were going to go and get fillers wait is there an age well, now there's an age limit, so no one under 18 can get it. Why would you even? That's weird. So apparently, 16-year-olds were going to get fillers. That what is actually madness. That's crazy. 
You haven't even grown into your face at no. 16. Do you know how like, My face look. looks completely different. Yes. Same. Thank God, because I grew into my nose and that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hate my nose. Like, absolutely. I used to want to... used to be a little what? emo kid. Yeah, yeah, you did. Look at that picture. Yeah, like... but everybody in my school went through a phase like that. I was just copying my friends. Like, that was a thing to do. Like, the side fringe and And also, shit. kids just do that. Like, we, yeah. I, like, people in my school had that phase. Like Yeah. And you used to listen to, like, rock music no, and stuff. No, we had, like, the, the straight mm-hmm. bangs and the, um, the curly hair. No, I never had that. <laughs> that was not for me. <laughs> that was not a vibe. That was not a vibe. However... I did go through like having loads of blonde highlights. Oh yeah, I I like that though. Yeah, that was quite fun. That was a good time. Yeah, (laughs) and I had really long hair, and then then you cut it all off. Then I yeah, then I cut it. We all went through that except Courtney. But no, guys, bobbish hair, but not you know short short. You have never had short hair. I don't think I ever will. You've never had a bob. When have you had a bob? I've never seen you with a bob. No, I've cut it. I've cut it to like here. That's not a bob. That's not a bob, That's yeah. like a lob. Okay, but I feel like all <laughs> I the women, all the women, it's like a lob, <laughs> a lob. <laughs> You've had a lob. All the women in the family have short hair, but me, everybody rocks rock short hair. But I don't think I would sh- rock short hair. I don't see myself. I cannot imagine you with I can't short hair. Imagine you with short hair I guess you could like this because I've got the bun. No, I can't. Imagine no, because even though I see your hair just has pulled back in one. Like, I think mm. you should. You, you look good with it long. I don't think I'm going to ever have it short. I wouldn't cut it. I mean, short. I'm not telling you to cut it short like our hair. I'm telling you, like, what about a bob? Or, like, maybe, maybe up when to I'm the, your earlobe. Maybe when I'm a bit older. Yeah, I feel like Courtney like when older, I'm a I mum. like, a really sophisticated little bob going yeah, on. Yeah, like, school runs and type. shit. <laughs> yeah, love that. Or you have filler when you're a mum. I'm not against having filler. If I like start getting like, I want to get like Botox for sure. I don't, I don't want wrinkles. But I don't want wrinkles. Depends how well my fa- how my face changes. Yeah. Like, I currently like the thought of having filler actually scares the hell out of me. Like why? Need, I think of a needle going into my face actually, mm. like especially my lips. That oh, I don't know how you do it. I just imagine it really hurts because you know, like if you have like a pimple on the corner of your lip and you try to squeeze it and it just really fucking hurts. They put numbing on it. Well, obviously, but I just mean like it freaks Does me. Does the out. numbing cream actually work? Well, I hadn't. So I, when I had fillers, my first set of lip fillers, I had numbing cream put on it, and mm. yeah, it worked to a certain extent. Obviously, mm. it, you felt some type of pain, but it mm. wasn't like crazy. Yeah. But when I got them dissolved, <laughs> when I got them dissolved that fucking hurt and you don't get numbing cream for that and then when i got them refilled with a different technique mm. yeah it was painful mm. they they are painful but i think they're worth it honestly it's not something you can't do but also yeah. like i have been through childbirth mm. and so i just think to myself whenever i think about being a pussy i just think <laughs> mm-hmm. you've had three children babes so get your shit together and i just do it yeah so <laughs> and you can Fair too. Enough. Yeah. So but I just I can't I just think when I think about a sixteen year old having filler to look like these girls on Instagram is wild because these girls on Instagram don't look like anything in real life. Yeah. And when you see an Instagram girl off of Instagram in real life, 
it's it's the weirdest experience. Yeah, I've seen it a few <laughs> times and I'm just like... You don't even look real. Yeah. You look crazy. In real yeah. life, you look like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And Especially it's sad. when you get to like the overdrawn lips in like real life. Or the overfilled saw, lips. Yeah, I'm just like, what? Yeah, but some people still um overline with the lips. Yeah. Some, the worst thing is the jaw. The jaw. Yeah, the, the razor sharp. The crazy jaw. jaw. What when is it's that like about? literally a 90 degree yeah. angle? It's become too much. Honestly, it's wild out here. Mm. At all the whole, you know, when they do those like packages, and mm, it's like, it. oh, get the uh, Kylie package, yeah, Kylie, yeah. And you have like, I don't know, like mid face filler and like jaw filler, and you just look like it's weird. Everyone looks the same. So many people look the same. There's like a certain look, even with like BBLs and stuff as well. Yo, yeah, BBLs. I get it, like, I get why people want it, but it's just really sad. And it's really dangerous. Yeah. Really dangerous surgery. Also, I didn't realise it was so painful. Honestly, I'm, like, for whatever people want to do. I just think I've had a lot of people die from it. What, BBL? Yeah, like, you see it in the news. Yeah, But I'm just like, do whatever makes you happy, I think. Like, I'm not against anybody doing anything. I just, that that thought of... I think a lot of people go into surgery like that and forget about what recovery is going to be like or they well, they don't even factor recovery into it because recovery is a bitch. Yeah. Like when I got my boobs done, I mean, it hurt, but recovery was just long. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was long. And I've seen someone recover from a BBL and that looks dead. You can't and like you have to like and poo properly. No, you have to sit on like a little ring thing or like lie on your side or on your front, but then your front's recovering because they take fat out of your stomach. Like, it sounds like it hurts I, a lot. I went for a job interview at like a cosmetic surgery place. And when I was waiting in the lobby, like the women were coming out from their like checkups after and stuff. And this woman came out and like, she had a BBL and she just had on like like a granny dress like mm. a granny nighty and she had a little pillow and like she was just literally like squatting and hobbling to the chair and then like the the receptionist put down the little pillow thing and she sat on it and she was just sitting there like her arms were just like stuck out to the oh side her legs were just open her hair was like scratched out and i'm just like you look oh. so horrible you look like you're in so much pain yeah and for what like i don't feel like it's that deep and then the the surgeon came out for the interview and he was just like oh ah, like a lot of people that work here come here because they are interested like would you be interested in getting one and i was just like no (laughs) (laughs) yeah i didn't get a job but (laughs) (laughs) they probably wanted you to have a bbl yeah that's probably what they wanted you to be an example of what i was not that looks so painful like i watched this girl on youtube that went for one after she had her son i think it was after she had her son and she went for it and she was talking about like the recovery and the whole like her husband had to like hold her arms so she could like hover above the toilet and she couldn't like lay down and she couldn't sit and she couldn't walk and she couldn't like breathe because you have to wear the faha. Yeah, the faha and you have to like yeah. you have to do all these things and she was like it was so hard and then she had a baby and like she, she had another baby. No, like she just had a baby while uh, she was going yes. through that recovery and she yes. was like that was 
the worst decision. Yeah. And I'm just like, that is crazy. I don't feel like I would ever... People are mad. I don't feel like I'd ever do that. I mean, if you want to do it, though, you want to Yeah, I mean, do it. do it. You just have to go into it knowing that it's going to suck while you're recovering. And, and be also, prepared for it. everyone just starts to look the same. And then we mm-hmm. all think that it's really normal, that everyone looks yeah. like this, when in reality, it's not fucking normal. And no one has a hip to waist ratio like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Like, it's and then you start wild. to look like the girl that um, Courtney and I were looking at that looks like an aunt on... Um... The clothes, the clothes website, the girl with the crazy butt. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> There's like this like <laughs> one PLT shape model and she just, her bum's mad. <laughs> no, but I'm sorry, but most of the models on PLT and Fashion no, Over. No, but you know they have that shape right range is for like curvier girls, but not plus size. You know that one? Yeah. It's like they always get DBL people. And her people. butt just looks like a beat ball on like two two toothpicks like because <laughs> her legs just don't match her butt so that's just... usually how most of it is though yeah can you just get some fat down there too I yeah know. i think bigger legs look nice too like you don't want just like really thin yeah you can legs. have really thin legs and then a big butt because then it's like where did the butt come from like yeah but that's the point is that it's like a weird unattainable like un unhuman type of Cheap. thing we're trying to be yeah. Like, no, it's not humanly possible to be like this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just... Do your thing where I wouldn't want to do it. Like, it just it just seems like too much. I don't know. The thought of putting myself through anything else in life, I'm just like, nah. Would you get a boob job? No. I don't have boobs, but I'm just fine with that. Because, like, mm. I don't wear bras. I don't yeah. worry about hey. anything. I see my friends with boobs talk about back pains and I'm just like don't did you ever that. get any plastic surgery no I love that answer for you <laughs> I love my boobs I thought so. about it <laughs> but if I like had kids and they were really like dead after that maybe I'd have my boobs done but I have no I have no urgency to get them done I did want to when I was younger but I mean they've got bare now so we're good <laughs> the implant switched up for you yeah I think it was the implant yeah, for sure. Or just growing and up. And eating more. And eating more. Lockdown <laughs> weight gain. Yeah, man. Well, but I... they didn't, when you lost the weight, they didn't leave, so. I know. It's lit. Good times. Mm-hmm. I am for plastic surgery. Yeah, I'm for it. I think I, people I'm for should it, get yeah. it. I just, I have thought about it, especially with like everything going on in my body. I'm just like, you know, I could like not have children because of this so like would I want to change anything about me because like I wouldn't get pregnant and lose it because I'm not going to get plastic surgery and then get pregnant because like that's dead because mm-hmm. I did that her? though and that was fine yeah but you did your boobs and, it like, lasted they looked better when you were pregnant and then they were still good when you weren't pregnant like it was mm-hmm. a good investment but yeah like, I'm not going to get like a tummy tuck and then have a child so people do though I know I know people do yeah. that I just feel like that's separation for like nothing like do it after like have all the babies and then do it yeah there's but, no point but yeah so i thought about it and i was like would i change anything and i don't really feel like i have anything immediately that i would change like obviously i want to put on weight and i want to like be in shape but i feel like those are things i could attain in the gym and not things that i need plastic surgery for mm-hmm. yeah and then there's like love you know, that. and then there's like nothing about my face that i would really change i'm like pretty pretty cool you're with it. you mm. are 23 when i was 23 I got my boobs done actually. So oh my gosh. It was 
that long ago. <laughs> uh, less than 10 years ago, guys. Um, but you're young. Things change. Honestly, you know what fucked me, guys? Let me tell you what fucked me. Lockdown fucked me. Because it was stressful as fuck. And I just feel like I got old. Do you mm. not feel like you just well, got you older? Yeah, you turned your 30s in lockdown. Yeah, but not just because of that. Just more because, like, of everything going on. And it was hard. It was really hard. And obviously, like, I lost my dad. And that was hard and very sad. So my muscles just <laughs> created wrinkles or something. I don't know. But I'm what just wrinkles? saying. That I don't know what I, I did. Talking. Like, I got, I got, um, what are these? Called marionette, like nasal labial lines, like labial, nasal labial lines. Yeah, they your nose to your mouth lines, like they got quite. And also, then like putting on weight and then losing weight and putting on weight and losing weight. I think it just. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, actually, what your lines? Yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like my face has come down a little bit. That's what happened. I feel that. Now that I'm older. Yeah, and I'm fucking 20, almost 25. <laughs> yeah, but it's normal. Everyone has lines. But this is what I'm saying. People, you think that people don't have lines because why? I know you I do. You look on Instagram. I know people do that. I don't really have that outlook that much. I but the body thing it. I sometimes look at, like we said. I wonder if but it's even possible to not have some type of body dysmorphia in this day and age i don't think it is i think you know what i think young people are so fucked yeah how the fuck do they get through life right now with instagram it must be so difficult because i came off of msn i no wait i had myspace i only have myspace for it. i had bebo more oh yeah i didn't have bebo i had high five no don't know what that is I know what it is, but I didn't have any of those. Did you have MySpace? I didn't know. No. I wasn't allowed to. Good. Because you were Jehovah Witness. That wasn't even why mummy was just like, you can't go on the internet. <laughs> like, <laughs> and MSN, and all my MSN was like, you, Imran Tariq, my mother. Like, that was it. <laughs> no one good. I remember. People that you live And I used to message you. You used to be like upstairs at Auntie Rosalind's bedroom when I'd be downstairs. And, like, oh, yeah, but you were a baby. You. Right. So I was not allowed to have anything. So like, did you just come straight onto Facebook? I went Facebook? straight onto Facebook. <gasps> I remember when Facebook was created and my boyfriend at the time was like, um, yeah, let's do a joint account. And I was like, I don't know. But like, I obviously <laughs> should have account. That. Yeah. Because he was like unsure about if he should go on Facebook or not. So he was like, let's do a joint account. And I was like, nah. I shouldn't have, t- I shouldn't have passed up the offer. I should have done the joint account so I could snoopity snoop. Yeah, man. <laughs> I remember about <laughs> I'm joking. No snooping. Don't snoop. It's an invasion of privacy, guys. Okay? <laughs> okay. You're just looking for what you don't want to see. So yeah, put the phone down. But That's we're all my guilty advice. of it though yeah <laughs> we are jail yeah you are yeah yeah i wouldn't advise it no i wouldn't do it again <laughs> is what my advice <laughs> i would just leave the phone there and i think every time you're having those feelings it means you're gonna find yeah. something so just leave it yeah alone, like. yeah ask up front i mean asking doesn't always get you answers but 
No, you, but you can see, you read. Ask. But you know what? Yeah, people lie. Because the other day, right, I was, I was there, was there, and I said to my baby father, "Have you done the homework with a liar?" And he was like, "Yeah," and then he showed me these pages of the workbook. And he was like, yeah, you know, like chatting, like trying to convince me that he'd done this. And I was like, listen, you, I did that with a liar. You didn't do that with a liar. I Then I turned the page and there was like two column, columns of words mm. that he needed to learn and write out. And I was like, this is what I asked you to do, not this page. I did this with him. You're lying. And it was so convincing. Mm. It was so convincing. The mm. only reason I knew he was lying was because I did the work with him on the page before. <laughs> Men hate us, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Yeah. I mean, men are tricky, aren't they? Are they worth it? That's the real question. I think they are. Some. Some. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are. They're annoying. They really are, aren't but I they? I think they think the same about us. Do you think so? I definitely think if you asked Rashad, he would say yes. <laughs> about me. What women are annoying as fuck. Maybe everyone's annoying as fuck. I think so. Like, even if we were to spend a lot of time together, we'd be like, we're annoying as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but it's more complicated when you have to add a partner in, right? Yeah. Because it's like just two different people like two different upbringings that you have to kind of mesh and like find yeah. a middle ground and then there's certain things that there's like no middle ground for so you have to compromise and like oh, compromise compromise fuck compromising that's mm. i'm scared of being alone for too long you know because i think to myself i don't have to compromise because it's my way or the highway and obviously mm -hmm. i have to think about my children but they're young, so they kind of have to just go with the flow. But when you learn to compromise in the right way with the right person... I know, it's I such know. a beautiful thing. Yeah. Have you learned that? Yeah. I think... Courtney's comp learning compromise. Mm -hmm. I have been for a while, but I feel like... Of course, Courtney will be the one out of us. So balanced. Oh, <laughs> leave me alone, guys. But um, the current situation I'm in, I feel like that we've put compromise to like the forefront of what we want to work on. So, yeah, it's all good. You just have to find the right person that to do it with. You, if someone's, like, got a completely opposite view all the time, you're never going to be able to see eye to eye on things. Yeah, it definitely is about the right person, obviously. Mm -hmm. And you ha can you deal with the 20% that you don't like? Is there just 20%? Maybe there's 50% you don't like, and then you've got to get rid of them. <laughs> They ain't for you. And that's the end of our show today. <laughs> <laughs> Joy, I was like, yo, I need to go. Isn't that okay. nauseous? That's why I'm wiggling. Like. I Once again, Jael ends the podcast. Ends the podcast on a dramatic on. note. <laughs> she needs to be sick. I love to just you know, keep it interesting at the end. <laughs> I just love to you switch do. it up. <laughs> Thanks for joining us Thanks, once guys. again. Bye. We'll see you next week. Well, next two weeks. Oh, yeah. Next See week. you in two weeks' time. <laughs>